Good afternoon. I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass, and this is Dr. G's ADHD Chat, a show trying to make the world safe for ADHDers. And as I usually tell you every week, I am a clinical psychologist and neuropsychologist, and I am um, also the parent of at least one and probably two ADHD kids. Um, and they are all older, and uh, so when we first recognized there were some issues, we didn't have an ADHD diagnosis, we didn't have an ADHD uh, description of treatment, and we had practically no research. And so uh, I made pretty much every mistake you can make uh, raising an ADHD kid. And, but since that time, I have pretty much been in an intensive self-training program and trying to figure out exactly what I should have been doing. Uh, and I have been treating patients with ADHD or ADHD families, however you want to look at that, for about 40 years now. Oh my God, it's actually a lot, <laughs> a lot more than that. But... 40 is a nice number, <laughs> what the heck. Uh, but the, the deal is with, with ADHD is that it's a neurologic condition. That's the big thing. It's a neurologic condition. There, uh, It's not a behavior problem. It's not, you know, just because you've got an ornery kid or, <laughs> or what a lot of, you know, your relatives and such would like to say is that you're just a lousy parent. It's got nothing to do with any of that. It's a... It's inherited, okay? Uh, if your kid's got it, guess what? Probably one family or the other, and sometimes both, have got a lot of issues with ADHD. They just maybe never formally treated it or just ignored it. Uh, he's, just a, he's just a normal boy. He'll, he'll grow out of it. Well, guess what? You don't grow out of it. What happens is that you become a le little bit less hyperactive, but you still have pretty pretty much, I mean, the, the big deal is the executive functioning problems. Okay, now if you're not familiar with what that means, it's basically all the planning and organizing, uh, getting stuff done on time, all those kinds of things are not functioning very well. Okay, um, like, uh, you probably have, have not, well, you may have heard of it, but when we, working memory. Working memory, I call it the etch-a-sketch part of memory. It's stuff you're not really planning on remembering for the rest of your life, but it's stuff that uh, makes your current life more predictable and easier to, uh, to function in. You have uh, a problem well, okay, say, say your boss tells you to do three things, you know, and uh, nothing huge, you know. Uh, would you check with who's he in HR and then uh, then uh, check to the guy in supply and get, you know, six tablets and then uh, just get back here as soon as you can. And the minute you leave your boss's office, you totally forget it. Everything he told you. 
at this point you have the option of guessing, you know, going anyway, sort of in the direction you were told to go and maybe lucking out and getting one of the things that you were told to do, or maybe <clears throat> totally not, you know, you may just totally forget it until your boss comes in and says, hey, I asked you to do such and such and such and such, what happened? And, uh, you know, it happens like that. Uh, as kids, you know, you tell him to go up to his room and make the bed, pick up the toys off the floor, and put his laundry away. And he, you check on him a half hour later, and he's done two of the things and totally spaced on the other one. That's working memory. And that's a huge issue. I mean, for, for something that most of us have, have never heard of, uh, it is a huge I issue, and it gets in your way on on the job when you're a, an adult and it also you know irritates the heck out of your parents and a lot of times your teacher too if they don't know what's going on and that's you know that's the kind of the important thing and the thing we really have to emphasize most with ADHD families is you got to understand that you're not dealing with a behavior problem so all the things about uh, discipline and punishment and all that stuff don't really apply, okay? It's not that they're trying to make you angry or trying to show you up or any of those other things. It's that they literally have forgotten it. And the, the other thing is that I can explain this. I'll, I'll probably do that later on uh, in a different show, but discipline, punishment, just doesn't work with ADHD kids. It's um, the way their brain is wired they will work like crazy to please you if you're one of those folks who gives them the occasional compliment. Uh, but they don't do well with people who just punish. They, they really just don't. So as a parent of an ADHD kid, what you need to do is teach them compensatory strategies and there are some compensatory strategies there's some things they can do they're pretty common sense there's nothing real complicated uh, that helps them get through um, their little problems with with executive functioning and like I said none of them are real complicated but you've they've got to be willing to do it and a lot of times they don't they aren't willing and you have to you have to figure out how you're going to handle that because it's a it's a kind of a big issue. The, the biggest thing and the general rule with executive functioning is you know when executive functioning goes on inside, right? Nobody can tell if you're a executive functioning or not. But the way the single one thing to remember is if you're trying to compensate for that is you have to externalize it. You can't try to just, oh, I'll, I'll remember that, because you won't. <laughs> you just won't do it. Not because you're being ornery, but because you can't. And it's real simple to compensate for that. Just write everything down. If you're told to do something, write it down. And always have the equipment to write it down with you. And that's you know, I mean, it can be a steno book, it can be 
uh, a uh, day timer or a, one of those organization things that gives you a lot of room to write things down. Uh, but you have to write it down because, you know, by the time you walk down the hall, 10 minutes have passed and you've forgotten it. It's gone. You don't have it anymore. So, and, uh, you know, I am happen to be a paper and pencil kind of guy. So I literally, I use a day timer and I've been using a day timer ooh, since 1980, maybe, maybe before that. It's just, it's a real simple, you can buy as big a one as you want. I've got one that fits in my back pocket, and that works great for me. I write down things, and I'm, as I age, I have written down, I'm starting to write down more and more things. Because I need to do that, or I will forget it. And, you know, you have, as an ADHDer, you've got to do that. You've got to do the same thing, and it's nothing negative. It's not like you're less of a man or you're a wimp or whatever. You're, you're retarded or something because you have to write everything down. No, you just have to do it. And it's, it's a good thing if you write it down because then you <laughs> won't get fired or won't have your parents yelling at you all the time, that sort of thing. Okay, the other thing that ADHDers have problems with is the sense of time passage. That is, ADHDers aren't very good at recognizing that I was going to do this and I thought it would only take me 20 minutes, but it's been an hour and I still am not done. That's one part of it. The other part of it is, ah, oh, well, I've got an appointment in 10 minutes, but I've got this other thing I want to do, so I'll just, I'll do that and then I'll, make that phone call that I'm supposed to make in 10 minutes. Doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. It's to get involved in doing one thing and it'll last way into the time that you set aside for the other thing. I have, currently I have a coaching client. She does this all the time. And a lot of times she's doing it when it's our appointments. So I'm waiting around for her. Where the heck does she, you know, should I call her or should I just let her wait? You know, anyway, you have that kind of going on. But basically, you know, it's, and she's always, oh, I knew we had an appointment, but I was, I still had 10 minutes before the appointment. And I, I thought I could just, you know, get this one other thing done before then. And it just took longer than I thought. Yes, ma'am, it will. Okay. But that's what your problem it's part of the problems that you face because you have ADHD and doing this or taking care of this is timers okay anything that's got a little alarm or a buzzer or something that you can set so that it goes off when you're supposed to switch tasks and go to whatever one you have scheduled like my appointment <laughs> so you have to you have to do that because uh, you won't remember it you won't keep awareness of the other competing activity in your mind so set an actual alarm and i don't care you know if you're one of these folks that loves to use your phone for everything fine I have no problem with that but set a darn alarm 
And if you don't have that, get a crab, get yourself a kitchen timer, you know, and get the most loudest one you can get. I mean, and I don't mean the sound of the buzzer, but I mean the, you know, make it be a big red one or a, you know, purple one or something. And, you know, set for 10 minutes if that's when your next event is has to happen. Do it every time. Don't say, oh, I'll remember this. You won't. If you think about it, you have lots of proof that you will not remember if you don't set some kind of a timer. So let's work with that. And then a lot of times organization is an issue. And organization is an issue... Because you sit down at your desk where you're planning on doing such and such a piece of work or you're at your desk at home and you've got homework for school or something, you know, you've got to have a plan. You have to have a checklist. You have to have a procedure you follow to get a task done, especially if it's a long, complicated one. Okay, you have to actually write the pieces down. Ideally, before you sit down at your workplace. So you go there and you're all ready to go. You know you're going to spend 10 minutes doing this. And then another, you're going to take a little break and you're going to spend another half hour doing this and so on. You've got to break it down into small pieces. You leave it as one big project, you know. Uh, I've got to get this paper done for school. It has to be... 15 pages you're going to spend a lot of time going back and forth about what I should do when I should do it and all that stuff plan it out plan ahead uh, if you need to get somebody who's familiar with doing this kind of stuff maybe a parent uh, maybe a friend who's really good at writing reports but you've got to, what are the steps what do I have to do and I, I get it and you got to do that and you've got to at least give a rough estimate of how much time you're going to spend. Otherwise, you will find yourself waiting until the night before it's due uh, and then having a panic attack and trying to, trying to get it all done. So, and the other thing is a... I think most people... Uh, actually, probably most people in the world don't think about it, not just people with ADHD, but... You need to set it up so you take regular breaks. You know, like you work for 40 minutes and you take a 15-minute break. Something like that. You need So you keep your energy up and you're not just um, always feeling burned out and worn out and all that stuff because you just keep working and not very efficiently, honestly. You know, uh, you know what you're like. Uh, you will draw the task out as long as you can because you're not very efficient at getting the stuff done and that's what you have to do you have have to do all you know i mean and those are these are not complicated things you know most of it requires a piece of paper and a pen uh you know the timers of course uh and and that's that should be your life that that keeps you going that's you know the if, if you can't do it, if you don't do it, somebody else will have to do it for you. Now, like, people are frequently surprised that ADHDers do pretty well in the military. 
Well, there's a reason they do pretty well in the military. In the military, there is close supervision, very clear demands on your performance, and somebody who's going to check on you frequently. And that helps ADHDers stay focused and get the work done. They, you know, it's not like they just throw you into a job and let you go. Uh-uh, man. You know, most of the jobs in the Air Force are done by people who, well, not just the Air Force, in the military, are done by people who are um, not previously trained for them. You know, so how do we take a kid who just graduated from high school and make a jet engine mechanic out of him? Checklists, checklists, checklists. Breaking everything down into a smaller unit and the smaller unit and then have you know have a boss who's going to be checking with him regularly okay and that's why ADHDers not just survive but that's why they flourish uh, in the military environment okay uh, in the civilian environment it's a lot less close supervision you know and they just come back in two hours and are surprised nothing got done and uh, the supervisors I mean that isn't going to work with an ADHD -er. but you can't count on always having an external supervisor to keep you focused you need to take that job on yourself and as parents you need to teach him or her how to do these things themselves you know Here's your, here's your timer. This is the way you use it. Set it regularly. If you're doing homework, set it all the dang time. Don't just let it sit there and gather dust. Use it. And the same thing with uh, a day timer or planner, scheduler. It doesn't matter. It can be uh, on your phone. It can be on your iPad. It can be on your computer. But it has to be something that you use regularly. If you use it regularly, it saves you, uh, save you <laughs> from troubles, okay? It's not, it doesn't make you less of a person. It doesn't indicate that you're not very bright. It indicates that you see a problem and you have figured out how to solve that problem, okay? So remember, externalize your executive functions. That just means that all the things you aren't good at, which are usually, you know, time sense, time management, working memory, all those things, uh, you need to have an external way of reminding yourself of what you're supposed to be doing. Okay, uh, I'm Dr. Terry James Gingrass. This has been Dr. G's ADHD Chat. Show me making the world are trying to make the world safe for ADHDers because we need ADHD people. We need people who think outside the box. Uh, they solve the problems that uh, normal thinkers, or how, however you want to put that, uh, don't do very well. Okay? And neurotypical brains are good at keeping the system running the way it's always been run. ADHDers are good at 
solving problems when they aren't the usual norm. They and and so we we need that. We need people who have that ability. Okay. Um, I am. I mentioned kind of briefly, but uh, I I do coaching. I'm usually I'm doing ADHD executives or entrepreneurs. So you know if you're fronting to fall into that um, category, give me a give me a call and let's talk and see see if we fit together well. Uh, my website is terrygingrassphd.com. Uh, you can find out how to how to contact me there. And look forward to hearing from you. And we will catch you later. Um, see you next week.